0: Hi, Ben. How you doing? GM. How are you, buddy? Oh, I am so, so good. I have had a a nice, relaxing day. Happy Monday. It's been chaotic over the weekend. Things seem to be a silly. Not really sure where we're at, to be honest with you. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. That's okay. What
1: is that's that? it's, uh, Monday. it's Monday for you guys. Yeah, true. It's, really, it's Tuesday morning here. So
0: just getting, getting ready for the day and getting started. Happy Australian Tuesday. We also just had our time change in the eastern US over the weekend. So that uh, when I work with people yeah. in Australia, it really, really threw a wrench in my meetings. Everything shifted around for like two or three weeks. And then the Australian time yeah, change happens. Ass. Oh, it's, we, uh, we, yeah, we go it's like staggered. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it. If we could all just agree on one, that would be a good step in the right direction. But then, I mean, uh, I'm neither here nor there about eliminating it. I don't really care. That's it. That's it. So, welcome to Burrito Dow's artist interview, which we do on the opposite weeks of our throwdown. Uh, I have just been introduced to you just because I am the regular Monday host, but man, I'm a big fan of what's going on. I'm going to pin some of your stuff up. Uh <laughs> Can way. you like that. tell me, let's see, where do I really want to start? I, I, I did for transparency sake, I have sent Ben some questions beforehand, but I want to ask him one. Maybe that's not exactly on there. We'll, we'll toss a softball. Uh yep. Tell me about how you got started in art. What What made you, made you come here do this Ooh. where, where like, oh, what did you get away from because everyone's always getting away with something getting away from something when they <laughs> find art i feel like
1: getting away from the glass office and the tools mate i think was the big one um so i'm in my 30s uh, i used to be an electrician so on the tools for for a fair while and then i moved into the office doing like project management work and um worked on a project for about eight years in defense for australia and um found myself looking out the window a lot (laughs) you know wondering should i have a crack at this because it sort of started as a hobby um in 2018 so i was like just you know started painting and drawing again because i used to do it as a kid man so um yeah back in the high school days i was like pretty pretty handy with the old paintbrush and the pencil uh and you know got invited to go to like some art school and shit like that and um never really followed it because art wasn't really cool back when i was in high school man it was like full of chicks <laughs> so i was like a bit, bit, bit nervous and i didn't go um but yeah I enjoyed painting and drawing as a kid man I used to draw Dragon Ball Z cartoons as a, as a young lad growing up and uh it's just sort of stopped man as, as when i started working and um you know you know life gets in the way and uh yeah, found a sort of passion through it again. Well, oh, yeah, 2018, I think I drew Pikachu and just sort of went on from there, mate. I, I went through a bit of a breakup from a relationship and had to split up all the finances and house and shit like that. So that was a bit of a heartache and, uh, yeah, just found a lot of personal time, like a lot of, you know, you know, when you when you go from a relationship to no relationship, you, you have a lot of time, man. So, um, yeah, started drawing and shit like that and uh, it sort of led into painting so acrylic and oil paints, um, and so we're still working and stuff like that. And uh, just you just keep kicking on, man. And uh, before you know it, I was doing digital drawings, digital paintings, and then, then the NFT space sort of started kicking off. So um, that's a
0: quick little overview, man. But, yeah,
1: it's always been a passion as a child. So love, love, love creating stuff, man.
0: I'm just nodding along because, let's see, uh, one, I'm in my 30s. Two, I drew Dragon Ball Z growing up. Three <laughs> went through a breakup uh where we did have to split up the house and like the pets and all all this stuff. Yeah, we so, had two
1: dogs, right? So i get one, she get one.
0: Uh, so, it so, really yeah. it sucks. Uh, but it does give you a huge amount of time to if you if you can do the breakup right, you kind of end up exploring yourself more and maybe even dating yourself for yeah. a while and finding no, it's, it's an amicable, yeah. amicable split man. Yes, yeah, so same it was, it was, all, it was pretty yeah. easy, but um yeah,
1: just yeah, like you said, time. You get a lot of, you find yourself got a lot of time that you never really thought you had, and um, you know, you can sort of have, have have a crack at things like the hobbies and stuff like that. So um, yeah, the painting was a big one, drawing, uh, and painting.
0: Now, are you a, a full time artist then?
1: So I in twenty was it twenty twenty? Yeah, twenty twenty. Um, my old man passed away, and so I sort of like made that as like a you know, well, I'm gonna have to have a crack at it. do this full time so um i had a bit of money saved up and i did some investing in in the crypto market back then and it was all right um hasn't been great since (laughs) let's be honest but um did a bit of that and was sort of getting my hands wet in in the the crypto and and the nft space so um yeah decided to leave my job because uh we'd finished the contract for the 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 current job Uh, so we're putting um warships for the government and so we, we finished eight year contract whatever it was to um complete the handover to the commonwealth and so it was sort of the right time it felt along with like the family passing and stuff so I sort of it was like a you know the writing was on the wall type thing so um yeah so since then i've been doing trying to do it full-time man but like you know you, I, don't, I don't make bugger all money man it's probably i've been made a pretty much lost money since i've started hey like when i did my tax last year it was, uh, wasn't too pleasant. So. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle at that times, but uh, yeah, full-time man, trying to make it work and um, see how, you know, see how we go, but uh, possibly have to go back into the workforce, maybe do an electrician as, and do this part-time or something. But um, yeah, I'm trying to crack on, man, I'm trying to crack on, make it full-time, but it, it is very hard. I think the the market sort of lets you dictate what you can and can't do. You know what I mean? When it, when it is digital stuff. So, um, but yeah. Trying, trying to make it work.
0: <laughs> oh, you are just cracking me up. I lost a parent in 2020. I am full time doing this. I didn't have a military contract though with the Australian government, but like, yeah, right. It, it's given me the space to to give it a shot too. And yeah, I'm thinking like maybe I should get back in the workforce. Yeah. Maybe I should do like this on the side more. But. Uh, <laughs> Man, just,
1: it's when, when you go three years without like having a boss or anything, uh, your, own, your, your own boss in your own time, it's pretty hard to like, uh, you work your own hours, man. So like some days I'll work like, you know, 14 hours and then one one day I won't work at all. It's just sort of, i work a Sunday and then I won't work Monday or something. You know what I mean? Like it just Oh, varies, I do. Right? I so, do. Um,
0: hang on, the dog's uh, um <laughs> Yeah, so it's just... My, uh, <laughs> my therapist he 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 owns his own business uh it's a therapy business surprise uh but he went back into the workforce and man he hates it he hates it so much having a boss again he's already been fired twice yeah
1: Yeah, i I mean i I don't know it's a tough one man because you just get used to like yeah you're making your own decisions and stuff whether it works out or it doesn't work out so um I do enjoy well, one thing. I do miss though. I'm not gonna lie. I do miss the networking and like the community type aspect from work. Working, um, I guess when you find you start your own business or you're working by yourself, you you, you you're, you're alone a lot. So um, you know what I mean. You it's the, the the communicating with humans aspect does drop off a lot when you when you're trying to work for yourself. So there's a fine balance. I do miss that social aspect. I guess you could say,
0: but um, yeah have you uh do you have like a, a core community in web3 then like a, like a group of like 10 12 people or something that you talk to regularly
1: yeah man i talk to people quite like like not heaps um but i think Blue's in the crowd here he's one of the like ogs the man that I, I speak to him every now and then um there's a couple other people uh it like i mean at the market sort of dictates people's um willingness to communicate and connect so i've had a lot i've had about 40 or 50 people have commission work like custom artwork um requested so those people i tend to speak to and keep in touch with and make sure they're all right and stuff like that so um yeah there's a core group man like but yeah you know people come in and out of this space a lot of people leave
0: at the at the moment so um
1: yeah no, so I, definitely there's i know a core group but a, yeah
0: I, I know it. Uh, the group that I came in with is largely eroded, almost entirely different than when it started. It's like a, like how your your skeleton changes like once every eleven years or something. Like all the bone has been, I didn't know that. In, like really remade. That's what I've heard. Don't, what
1: I've, the, the old bone so, breaks. No. Like the
0: osteocytes and the blastocytes, they like eat up the old bone and and create new bone. And like supposedly every eleven years, <laughs> every cell in your skeleton is different.
1: Yeah, right. I didn't know that, man. I, I had no idea. There you go. <laughs> so, like, you, like, yeah, man. Spaces aren't just for art. Or...
0: No, no, no. But we should get <laughs> back to your mean, art. Man. We should get back to your art. So I've I yeah, picked a couple of yeah. things up at the top. You had this uh, that. Bitcoin Mona Lisa. Uh, yes. That was Mona's that um, uh, Bitcoin. That's on. what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah so tell yeah, me, yeah, yeah. It, you seem to be very heavy in the Bitcoin ordinal scene, which I don't totally understand. That's, uh, yeah I'm, that's just recently like in the last month so i mean that's kind of how long they've been around right <laughs>
1: yeah yeah um you know I, I sort of saw it like as a as a good chance this maybe like a bit of a, a a refresh new eyes new new um what, what do you call it i guess yeah just a, like a bit of a ref- refresher type thing because it, it does get dull and you can sort of tell people like fade away and they they do lose interest man so um I definitely thought Bitcoin, if there was one NFT, like I, I don't really venture too much into like altcoins besides, you know, just the standard ETH and um, things like that, man. I, like, yeah, like maybe I, Tezos it's probably as far as Yeah, I mean, I don't even bother, man. It's like literally the top three for me is Bitcoin, XRP, and ETH are the, the main ones I look into because they all sort of do different things. You know what I mean? You've got the XRP, the banker's coin, you've got ETH, which is like for the DeFi, and then you've got Bitcoin for the, the whole decentralized sort of aspect. So, yeah i have a a a friend who works
0: i have a friend who works at ripple and uh and he's oh really yeah yeah. so if you want that connect i'd be happy to make it
1: yeah man (laughs) i just want to know what's going
0: on with the fucking lawsuit oh yeah he's not allowed to talk about it at all i've tried yeah (laughs) Yeah, he won't you should see him dance around talking on spaces like he literally is like and that is what i would say if I was not offering legal advice or something, which is really funny. He has to, yeah, as an yeah. employee, feel, has to dance around. you feel around it's awesome. all going to be
1: connected with CBDCs and what they're going to be doing, releasing probably most likely this year? Or? I have no idea. You're getting down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's getting down the rabbit hole quick. I mean, even talking yeah. about like what's happened this past weekend, I know a lot of people are saying like, it was a coordinated attack against oh, cryptocurrencies bank. by the U S government. <laughs> and it's like, okay, maybe but like so I, yeah cbdc i don't know ripple sec eth being a Where smoke security is a day, eh? like, oh there's certainly smoke it. i have no there's idea what's on fire but something's burning <laughs> somewhere
1: yeah that's it that's it but yeah so mona's bitcoin um i think you were just speaking about that just before um yeah yeah so that was uh so with the ordinal stuff and, and bitcoin stuff so um that was actually auctioned on uh, Foundation last week, um, and yeah, she went for 021 ETH, which is really cool. I tried to put it on Foundation because there are limits, like with um, ordinal Bitcoin NFTs. So I don't know if anyone's like looked into or worked on the space, but um, like your kilobyte image sizing is like very restricted. Like you're talking 60 kilobytes is ideal, up to 400 kilobytes, but then you're paying higher, like inscription, like gas. I guess I guess you could sort of call it. Um, it's inscribing fees. Um, so the network itself, there needs to be some layer two sort of aspects to it where you can sort of build on top of, and make it user friendly. Um, but yeah, so the whole purpose was putting on foundation for the high resolution image because it's like you know over three thousand pixels times I think three three, three times two point five something like that, and at three hundred resolution, so it's like you know it's a Quite a large file, man. So um, the idea was there was to pair it with the, the the Bitcoin inscription as well as the um, the uh, Ethereum piece. So I've still got to get it inscribed and pa- pass it on to the winner. But yeah, so it's, a, it's an interesting space, the Ordinal Bitcoin stuff at the moment, I think. Um, I, it's got a different feel to it, maybe. So it sort of feels like the NFT space a couple of years ago, you know, when everyone was sort of flowing into different things and getting excited for that. So yeah, keen to see where that goes, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know nearly enough about word. <laughs> so, like, I'm picturing, and I've, I've seen some of the stuff from Yuga that got released over the weekend, too, the 12 fold. Uh, just trying to wrap my head around it. I feel like it was only going to be like ASCII A- art. Uh, I never know how to say that word ASCII art. And uh, then I turn around and look, and and it's got this 12 by 12 grid with colors and stuff. I had just assumed it was going to be so... like Basically, the owls were going to be the outer limit. But yeah, I I totally assumed wrong. But yeah, so are you planning on doing this with future pieces too? Are you going to become this like ETH, ordinal, uh, like, I don't even know what to call you, hybrid artist? Hybrid? Hybrid? Yeah, I guess.
1: (laughs) Hybrid? Oh, man, yeah. I I think there's there's the opportunity there like it's 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 interesting because it's yeah it does feel like it's a a fresh sort of the 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 space from a couple of years ago on on btc um so i'm I'm interested to see i'll be keeping a close eye let's just say i want to see how it all develops with like user 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 functions and and um like wallets and and just 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 the general things um interoperability and stuff like that so I think being able to cross the two together would be a really cool concept, which is what I sort of try to do with the Monas Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, because it's still very early in need. This does need a lot of a lot of work to sort of catch up to where what we're used to with the Ethereum sort of DeFi platform. So it's ways behind in that sort of aspect. Um, but it has a different sort of concept. It's like the, 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 the NFTs are essentially matched or inscribed to a Satoshi, which is a part of a block of Bitcoin. So it's physically embedded into the Bitcoin network where it's not a, it's not a separate layer, hence the um kilobyte restriction and image sizes because the Satoshi file is limited. So it's called an inscription number. So every NFT that gets or digital collectible, whatever you want to call it, that gets inscribed, which is hence minted, um, is essentially got a, a like a a descending number. So it started at one and it's up to like four hundred thousand, I think, when I last checked. So and it's only been a couple of months, or a month or two, or whatever. So, as you can imagine, the lower inscription numbers will, might have a different sort of aspect or feel to them compared to ETH, where there's just a million different collections type thing. So, those earlier people and those early collections might have some sort of value there. That's just, you know, potential and and just like um, there's no guarantee in that, right? So, just interesting to see the different aspect there of people focusing on inscription numbers rather than the, the, the NFTs.
0: So yeah different sort of aspect yeah who knew we were going to get a, a master class on ordinal art right now but if anybody wants to come up and, and ask questions <laughs> yeah, about man, ordinals so like <laughs> i'm legit willing to let it happen because y'all need to know this more than i do so if you want to request up feel free to do so if not we'll just keep rambling uh i want to go back to some of your other tweets that i've pinned up uh, i've pinned up this gm tweet it looks uh now tell me about it seems like you're dabbling with maybe AI here. It looks kind of mid journey esque. Uh, and then you've yeah, got Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell me where so you said you're doing painting and, uh, and I
1: do Jack of all trades, Master of None type aspect, mate. That's sort of what I think I'm going with. So some of my older works all like hand drawn, so the the piece the post that I made this morning which you pinned the, the GM with the Goku, the Darth Goku, the Biggie Smalls painting and the um the offensive the chest painting. Um, so those were just like hand created by myself, um, which I turned those into digital collectibles and a few, a few of the guys in, in the Chrome World community have them. Um, so that was probably 2021. I think I did those pieces. Um, but yeah, so since the AI, since my journey's gotten better, I sort of dabbling and try to incorporate that into the, into the, the work process and the workflow. So, um, yeah, there's been a few pieces lately that I've been doing more so to help keep up like keep up with everything because I, I feel like if i don't learn it and don't try to test it out and see what it can do then I, I feel like it's you know you get left behind type thing in terms of a creative point of view so some of the stuff i've been um using uh references and stuff so it's really good for references i think i've spoke about it maybe once or twice before but it's like um you put in your prompt and you can get like person reference, like person faces references and different angles and things like that. So you don't have to pay for like models and and you you don't have to worry about chasing up people for a different sort of photos. So you can use it for references and paint overs and stuff like that. So if you incorporate it into the workflow, it's, it's handy. Um, But yeah, there's, there's limits. Like I I get, I I don't like the AI art where it's like the fingers are all mangled and the, the the eyes don't look right or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then people, share that i guess it just looks a bit weird like it's like at least fix it up you know what i mean like, i don't know that's just my my personal opinion um but yeah you can sort of tell it's it being incorporated so it makes it a lot quicker as well man so when you're just trying to create things and just keep the the flow going i feel like it's a good tool to incorporate into the um the process
0: i uh i'm i'm trying to think of a metaphor between art our- the AI makes in, in the way that the hands are really distorted versus like uh text that mm-hmm. AI makes and how it's almost, it's almost too good that you can tell that it wasn't written by a person. Like, because the details oh, are, check, GPT. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I've, I've listened to a lot of stuff on like how teachers are really easily like parsing out. Like, cause the, the students who are using this are the students who like are, aren't doing the papers on time, typically waiting to the last second. Like you can tell that they're not prepared and they turn in something that's Perfectly pristine and written, you know, yeah, like a, a AI level. Rollins, yeah, and they're like fifteen-year-olds who, who you know, would write like garbage because that's how we all wrote yeah. at fifteen. That's <laughs> like That's it, man. Uh, I mean, I don't
1: even think I was getting words spelled right. It was like fourteen, fifteen, let alone writing essays. I do. I was just putting there and there incorrectly. I reckon. Like, hang on, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's so silly but let's go back to the ai piece and you said you're working it into your workflow so so can you walk us through like your creative process from initial concept to finish piece and then maybe how you used to do it versus how you do it now necessarily
1: yeah. so um the the old well not the old way the pr- way before without ai i would do like you know just your basic drafts and sketches and stuff so you you're um like i tend to use red red pencil or paintbrush i guess digital pencil i guess you could say you just get you sketch out your like sort of composition and how you how you want the the layout to look like the positioning of everything how big the head's going to be if it's going to be like a portrait or, or a full figure image and stuff so just get out like a basic sort of sketch and then start to apply some colors and and, and do like a proper outlook sorry do, do a proper outline then start to apply like colors basic sort of color contrast see how you want the the image to look and then yeah just after that you start to bring in the detail you know like um cut in the eyes and sh- shadows and and um all the shading aspects and yeah just it, it builds on from that that's sort of like general drawings and stuff in terms of like abstract paintings that I do uh oh, man I just grab different digital brushes or digital like normal, uh, normal brushes and just sort of chuck it on the canvas and, and sort of see what, what what works and keep keep going over it until I'm happy or see something um but yeah, before digital, I was doing like uh, acrylic pouring artwork, which is like where you put um, acrylic paints into like a into like I say a cut a plastic cup and with, with some resin and, and you can like pour it on a canvas and it gives you like like a real trippy sort of effect. I know exactly,
0: so, what, like, you're uh, exactly yeah, what you're talking really about. Exactly what you're talking about.
1: That's that's really fun to do. Um, yeah, you just pour it on there and you just put mix of colors and it just comes out all like like marbly sort of feel i guess you oh could yeah
0: say you could uh, say it. it's very wavy uh very yeah. psychedelic very Marble. So, yeah, those are all were. good adjectives for yeah. it
1: yep yeah. so i um, used to do that a bit i sold some of those paint like paintings back in the day i think 2019 i think that might have been um but in terms of yeah just general flow um so i I've got a lot of references and stuff now like obviously you build up stuff over the years so it's always handy to just check back on old work and, and you can bring that into the new new sort of work but um in terms of the AI flow, I mean that's just sort of how I feel on the day type thing. It's quite easy to think of some stuff and punch in some words, and, and you get an image, and then you can sort of take that into into Photoshop Studio or whatever platform people use. But I use Adobe, um, and then you can sort of bash them together, sort of do like photo manipulation, I guess you could say, is um, where you are just sort of taking different photos and images and sort of combining them together, and then you sort of can paint over and fix it tweak tweak like the image contrast and coloring and just things like that so um yeah it's a different process it's a lot quicker for sure but obviously you can't with ai it's very limited in terms of like the output of what you're trying to get it's not going to be exact so you have to do you have to tweak it if you do want to do that sort of side of thing so yeah um two different types of processes but um both are fun both are fun to do uh
0: now you have these two different styles of work. It feels like, right? You have these, like, abstract realism, and then you have just straight up abstract, right? Like, uh, which do you enjoy more? And and also, how much of your work is commission work?
1: Oh, which one do you more? Um, I really uh, like just general abstract things, just the looseness. I feel sorry. What were you gonna say?
0: I'm I'm not sure, honestly. I'm just gonna let you go with it. <laughs>
1: no you're right no i definitely i definitely do feel like um i'm drawn to creating abstracts so just the sort of no rules no limitations you you know you sort of just create what you feel and see
0: um what
1: what was the other part that you're asking sorry
0: um what how much of your work uh is commission based
1: oh okay uh it comes and goes um you know, it might be one commission a week. Uh, it varies. Sometimes I don't get anything. Sometimes I'll get maybe a couple in a week. It does vary. Um, so my Chroma World collection I did called Abstractors. There's like a, a set of like abstract PFPs that I did a couple of years ago. Within that collection, there's like, there was like a um, these placeholder images that we put in there. And so they're called custom iconics. So like being one of ones. So the people that got those could redeem the 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 placeholder as a the placeholder image. The, per, the people that got those could, or, or own those can redeem it. And then I'll work one on one with um the the, the person that, the to create you know a one on one however they want sort of thing. So uh, I think when I last counted, I'd done about forty or fifty of those within the abstractors collection. So um, I know Blue's got one. Blue in the crowd. He's got uh, he's got a placeholder waiting to, to crack on with that. So I'm working on one at the moment for a guy in the community who he's uh, from Paris or lives in France, France, Paris, um, he goes for soccer team PSG. So I'm trying to incorporate like the Eiffel tower and like the the French flag colors into an abstract piece. and, And that's going to be a custom iconic. And so we'll put that into the, um, into the collection. So what happens is like the, I'll update the metadata and replace the placeholder image and, um, you know, you label the piece to however they want, whatever name they want, and sign it. So it's, like, forever in the abstractors collection. It's, its, own, it's like its own little sub-collection within the abstractors, I guess I guess you could say. So um, how many commissions? Yeah, it varies. Sometimes I won't do anything for weeks. So that, that's a bit of a struggle. <laughs> that's when I sort of play around with AI, I feel. Like, you just sort of get creative juices going, I guess you could say, because um, you, can, you can lose the skill or the, the creative.
0: quite easily it's like speaking a different yeah. language right if you don't if you don't use it yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: practice 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 i hear you yeah that's it yeah yeah man uh so how okay, it we really seem like we're out of sync all of a sudden or am i good am i coming through i can yes, can no? hear bits and pieces yeah all right. Cool. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> spices, man. Oh, I know. And you're, you're also on the whole Hello. other side of the world yeah. right now. Like we, I, I think we have to <laughs> assume that there's going to be just a little bit of of you know glitchiness when you're transporting voice across the world. Like just a tiny bit sometimes, and that's okay. Uh, so, so I want to ask just little, what just a little uh, bit here see there it is just a little hiccup delay just a little one just a little hiccup hiccup uh so hopefully you can still hear me ben but i I wanted to ask what what uh what do you hope your art evokes in the people who view it like uh when you make this commission for somebody who's part of the abstractors or if you uh you know put up a new piece to be minted like mona's bitcoin like what what are you hoping people get from your from the artwork you put out there?
1: You cut you cut in a fair you cut out a fair bit there, man. I I, I think the question was what I hope people get out of like custom, creating custom pieces. I think is that what it was.
0: Uh, any of your art? What do you what do you hope people get out of of viewing your art?
1: Am I, am I the only one that's coping this? Static it? distortion.
0: <laughs> it's it's so hard to it's figure worst. out, we'll isn't it? Let's see open up walk, walk. One <laughs> second. Check check. Better or worse. Oh, relegated to listener. Well, we'll play some uh, some wee shop music while we're hanging out here, even though Sniper doesn't want me to. Get it up here. So
1: better. Yeah, right. yeah ben? I've got a Wi-Fi. I've gone onto the phone for like the phone signal, so I think
0: I better? can do better now. Worse. Yo,
1: yes. Better. Much better. Yep.
0: We be in. We be in. The the Music can stop now. Like, dude it really isn't a big deal not a big deal i promise i promise it's just part of the reality that we live in uh but okay so back to the question though i did i want i was trying to ask when you put a piece of art out there whether it's commissioned or not uh what kind of message are you hoping it evokes in the viewer in the collector in the you know in your fellow artists like what 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 are you looking for people to feel when they see
1: a ben dawson piece I guess it, it, yeah, for their own custom commissions, like I just want them to be like happy with it, like something like that they'd be happy to hang on the walls, or that, that you know maybe have as a phone screensaver, or like a something like that, or they could just look at it and enjoy. Um, like custom pieces are very personal. I feel, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I made a, a custom iconic, or it started off as a custom, just a general commission piece, and uh, it was a guy called Norman wanted. Um, he wanted a painting of his two daughters. So, um, it, but with my abstract sort of flair in the background. So he sent a picture through and did some, you know, a couple of drafts and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he just wanted a big bit of an abstract spin on it. And then, uh, in, in the discord the other day, um, where is it in the, in, I've got like a canvas section where people just can post pictures of the canvases. So he sent me a picture of it with a painting on his wall and he's like, thanks for your work. looks great in our dining room. So or dinner room, dinner room yeah would it be right? Like... anyway yeah it's in the in, in his house on a, on a wall in his house now so um and it's obviously two two young daughters so, so you know obviously he's he enjoys it right him and his partner wanted that and they they, they enjoyed it enough to um have it in their home man so I mean I guess that's like that's the ultimate goal is that if they're happy with it and they, they can enjoy it and, and it gives them something out of it so but yeah I mean every every customs different some people yeah. just want like different Different sort of feel from it, so that that was a very personal one, being his family. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I totally totally respect that. That's the, like that's a, a not a vague enough feeling, but it's like a uh like a catch all that if as long as the people who receive it and who view it feel something like positive, that's what you're aiming for. And I can totally respect that because picking something like I want them to feel like their knees are really itchy you're probably going to be disappointed every once in a while but. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but like, i mean not all my artwork is for a wall in someone's home right like i've got different sort of styles and different sort of pieces that i i can definitely say wouldn't be for the, the family dining room you know what i mean like it'd be a, a pain of a naked woman or something like that probably wouldn't want you you got some people style stuff <laughs> yeah, <out> there. yeah. <laughs> so, so there there is some people sort of stuff not as good as his work obviously but um yeah definitely sort of feel that uh it's time and place you know what i mean maybe in the office in 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 their own office where the kids won't see so but um yeah just everyone gets something different out of our film so but i do like color man so chroma world is my company like i've got a a registered business here in australia and chroma means color like that's essentially what it means So colorful world um yeah so that's what that whole purpose is there so i I do like bringing lots of colors and stuff like that um that work together so
0: yeah, man. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that, about Chroma World, about Abstractium. Uh, do you want to like give a little rundown about what's coming out from you? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, Chroma, so trying to trying to separate a bit. Like Chroma World's my business. Um, I do have like the trademark on the word as well, which is actually really cool. So, a couple of, was last year I filed for the trademark. It took about six months. So, for the term Chroma World, I, I own the trademark for it on an international scale, which is really cool. So, um yeah so that that's a business sort of aspect i've got ideas and plans for that that i want to try to work into um but in terms of like my own personal art i definitely feel like it's always good to build your own personal brand as well as an artist because some people like would look at chrome world as like a business and they like, oh, i don't want to don't want to support a business but they'd rather support it like an artist so sort of trying to make the two work to get together type thing um but abstracting mind so you mentioned that that's a um personal collection that i've created of one-on-one abstract paintings so it's um i'm about to open up the minting well excuse me releasing the minting information and stuff uh probably release it today i'll just wait to confirm a couple things um but yeah 365 pieces it's uh just yeah an expressions of the mind in an abstract format so Um, hoping people enjoy that i I really enjoyed creating it so it's it's been it's been good fun doing that lots of colors lots of different styles and uh, yeah
0: it's interesting that you're you're releasing it under your name instead of the Crumble world brand because you're totally right people would rather support an artist than something like this you can look directly at like the yugo ordinals 12 fold thing just recently like there was a big debate about whether or not they should be pushing the artist narrative instead of this is art made by yuga like it's it's really weird uh that dichotomy of like a company slash organization versus an individual artist and even if it is like in your case it sounds like chroma world is still just you It's it's (laughs) it's weird that people are averse to you know what I'm trying to say? It's just strange. Yeah, yeah, that's and I, what, I totally I get it, it I've too. I've experienced
1: and felt it directly. Like I could, I can see it. Like, I mean, I'd be in a space, even something small, like I'd be listening in a Twitter space and I'd be in both accounts, just like on my work phone and my personal phone and people would interact with my personal account and on my business account or vice versa, depending on the individual. So it's actually been like a little social experiment that I've done like in the past and it's actually been quite interesting um, to sort of see what people feel and interact with. Uh, more so so um, yeah I mean everyone's different but it has been quite interesting to see that sort of side of things as well
0: uh, I actually, but it is weird, it is yeah, weird. I, w- I want to talk more about that because uh, I have like this audiogram business that I'm I'm kind of spinning up and it's you know it's just me but I have like a website I have a twitter handle and I'm trying to start to put stuff out onto that that twitter handle that kind of represents the quote unquote business and I <laughs> i have no idea how to approach it at all just zero idea uh do you have any tips for me oh you gotta have thick skin man
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) thick skin and an eye for bots (laughs) because that's pretty much what it's been a like people expecting you know miracles and 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 if they don't then they get upset um but also yeah uh what else yeah bots man just just gotta be so careful like i guess just phone calls and emails just every day well not not phone calls every day but like if I, you know those scam emails man it's getting out of
0: control i yeah. sure like, do I get that i sure do every
1: day um phone calls just from random numbers from like from all different countries and across the world i'm just like what is this man like um but yeah just in terms of like having a, a proper business, uh, just having to ha- having to work all the time, I guess um, having to respond to people twenty four seven, and and yeah, just I guess be ready for that side of things. I guess be willing to put in the time is what I realized. It does take a lot of time, a lot of effort. So
0: yeah, And uh, so... And, it,
1: and it's minimal reward, like essentially at the start. Like so, I've been to it totally now. Um, like i sort of said before you know you spend more money than you make in those first few years most times like some businesses get really lucky like but yeah in terms of like keeping a business afloat and paying for yourself to, to put yeah to paying to employees so i had one person ask like the other day or oh, how much for a custom is it cheaper than before because ETH had gone changed in price but the, the custom was still a hundred dollars and i'm thinking uh, so i replied and i was like well it's still zero point zero seven ETH for a custom iconic. And the price is still the same, but like it, when you, when you break it down, a custom will take me like you know a few days to make, right? So you're talking you know a few hours to get the, the conversation started, the drafting, and then you start working on it. You spend another couple of days working on it, and then you got to do your final review. So you spend another few hours just going back and forth by you making sure they're happy with the piece. So when you add it all up, you you've worked. A few days worth of t- work, so it's so, you know an eight-hour shift, right? You've done a few days, at least minimum, to do like a, a custom piece, but yet someone wants it for a hundred dollars. So it's like, do you would you work for like five dollars an hour? Would do you know what I mean? So it's, I don't think people people sort of forget that sort of aspect as well. I feel, um, and I'm not saying it's all about the money or anything, because like a hundred dollars isn't much anyway. But it's uh, it's interesting to um, to sort of see that concept that they that people think that you know your time's free um But yeah, so it is. It is difficult dealing with that sort of side of things, man. But um keep keep cracking
0: on. Yeah. Sure. Would you say that that's like the biggest challenge you faced as an artist? Is this misunderstanding of yeah, uh, or kind of like disrespect of people like your time? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's and sure. AI
1: now, people think they can just like pump out works, and like you know the creating sort of side of it's gone. So it does. That's sort of the bad side about it. Like learning the craft and the time it takes to to to, to master a craft i'm not saying i've mastered any of it <laughs> but like the time it takes to learn and to, to color composition and contrasting but yeah some people will just put in a prompt and then they sort of just sell the piece as it is and fair enough that that's, that's their own sort of they can do it do whatever you want man but it's like i think the the beauty of it is like learning the craft and learning how to like work contrast colors and and stuff like that so um when you when you do get be by, by, AI, by AI, it does sort of kick you in the guts of bit. but that's sort of way I try to incorporate it, I guess. Um, but it is definitely the toughest part is, is, is the, 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 the pricing of work, um, versus the time it takes to create something, I guess. But I, yeah. Unless you do it, you don't really realize how long it takes, like, let alone, um, acrylic paintings and like oil paintings, like, you know, materials for a canvas, you're talking hundreds of dollars, like it's it's not cheap. <laughs> but so, and then people wonder, oh, why is that painting a thousand bucks, or why is that painting five hundred bucks? Well, the materials cost probably two, three hundred dollars. Get it shipped to you is another fifty bucks, and then the time it takes to, to make it. Well, you're talking like acrylic and oil painting, oil especially, especially because it takes so long to dry. You're talking weeks, so it's like you, incorporating all those things is quite interesting. Um, but you know, you don't want to go on a rant about that. You just sort to include that in the in the discussion at the start and hopefully they agree or they disagree so one thing i learned the hard way was deposits when i first started i sort of just went on good faith i'll do all the work (laughs) and then people you ask for the the payment and they will like oh yeah no i'm not happy with that or or, can you change this or can you do this and before you know it you spend another few days doing something and um you don't get paid for it but it is what it is Uh, part of the journey man
0: but it's it's brutal, uh, and I feel like so many yeah. people go through this journey alone. Uh, so, in addition to taking deposits and uh, making sure that your clients understand how much work is going into this, what other advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in in art Ooh. and actually selling, you know, their pieces for money or or doing commissions?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like just try to find a style that makes you that you can enjoy doing because you're going to be spending a lot of time doing it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you, uh, Sometimes I don't do commissions purely because I don't feel like I, I want to make, like I could connect with the piece. Like I, I would put my all in it type thing. Like it happens rarely. Like I'm not saying, it's, I'm not trying to be ungrateful or anything, but like every now and then I'll get a request to do something and I'll just like, I don't feel like I'm the right person to make that. So I'll just sort of, you know, maybe pass them on to someone else or something like that. But that does happen. Um, so just try to find a style that you're you're you enjoy doing I think is the is one of the biggest ones, man.
0: I, I you, don't you, think that you're grateful for for being open enough to say that and confident enough to say that because I feel the same way like if somebody asks me to to edit something in a certain way or host a space or or do whatever, and I just know that like I'm either overextending myself or it's something I just yeah. don't really feel like doing, like they're not gonna be happy with the work. you're not gonna be happy doing the work. Like what? Why cause the pain if you know that it's already yeah, going to exactly. be in the future? <laughs> if you and can you mitigate it now,
1: job as well. Like exactly. You want to, like just get something out there just cause, and then like it looks shit, and you're not happy with it. But yeah, I mean, the 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 customer's always right. You know what I mean? That, that saying. So it's like you got to make sure that they're happy, man. And um, if yeah, if you can't make it, I wouldn't accept it. So, but yeah, just do something you're happy with, man. Would be the, one of the main pieces of advice, I guess just the yeah. style find, find a style totally. it's very hard to do like it's easy to say it's, it's hard to find your own style um but i guess that just comes with like practice and time and yeah experimenting uh
0: so i got a couple more questions for you last one will be a fun one uh so if this is like kind of the two question warning i'm starting to call it so if anybody wants to come up and ask ben some questions now's the last chance to really kind of do that uh i'll, I'll let you up and, and you can pepper him with whatever he is you know floating around in your mind. But I wanted to ask, uh, now we can split this question kind of two ways if you want, but but I'm just going to ask it, how, how it's written. Uh, what do you consider your most successful piece of art and why? And then I'll, I'll tell you the, the the way that I'm splitting this in my mind, if you want to, to know, but we don't have to go that. I want to know what you perceive as successful too. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, from a... Uh, uh, Okay, so one piece I did a couple of years ago was my first foundation piece. It's called A Blue Beginning. It was for a project I was, like, just moderating for and helping out with and stuff. And there was an art competition. um, And I entered in the art competition and
0: uh, did all that.
1: But the painting, like, people in the community, like, really, really enjoyed it. And so I put it up for auction and... um, it sold i think for like 0. 0.69 yeah 0. 0.69 <laughs> uh ethereum back when like we were peak bull market so it was like a few thousand dollars i think it was like three or five thousand dollars i think maybe three us five australian because you always got to remember like the conversion i always try to be mindful of like when i say five thousand dollars it's actually like three thousand for us but anyway um i think that sold for uh five five grand but the whole purpose of the auction was to donate donated to charity so I think I mentioned before when my my father passed away it was from a heart complication so I donated it all to to charity man so I think that's probably um one of the more successful things just to be able to do something like that just from something that I've made was to to be able to give back something I, I feel like that was really a really good opportunity obviously that wouldn't have happened without the person that bought it but um yeah that was really a really cool experience to be able to raise some money for the heart foundation here in Australia and do that so um, that was probably, that's that's up there, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've done, but then in a different aspect, I've done some work for like some, a DJ that I've, uh, Timmy Trumpet, he's like one of the biggest, it was biggest DJ in Australia. He was like top five or top 10 in the world in the voting. So that like cool things like that I've been able to do as well. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what success, what we define as success, but I guess there's
0: two different aspects there. Which That's ex- exactly. It's like, uh, what are you most proud of, and what are you like most commercially successful yeah. about? I mean, yeah. You you nailed it on the head. That's exactly where I was thinking about where I was going. Thanks, and so, yeah my my last question is, what are you eating for breakfast today? Did you eat breakfast? Are you a breakfast uh, eater?
1: Well, mate, it's Australia, so it's ten seventeen a.m. right now. So um, I've had brekkie. Uh, what do, what have I had? So I start off with a coffee and a banana. And then after that, I have like a, like a blueberry, protein powder, oats uh, type uh, smoothie and blend that up and get that down. And um, I'll try to go do some exercise probably after the, the space around midday or, or something like that. Um, but yeah, mate, let sort of try to get on the smoothie sort of train. And it, the problem though, because I'm trying to do a bit of a diet at the moment, like healthy eating, Like you get so hungry with smoothies because you digest it so quick, so but yeah, anything with oats or, or eggs, eggs, uh, wholemeal bread, spinach, that's also a good go-to, omelets and, sh- and shit like that. So.
0: I'm an oat yeah, person man. myself. What about Very what you? Yeah, I was going to
1: say, what about yourself?
0: Oatmeal every day for like literally the past 15 years probably. Yeah, yeah. What it, do you put with it? It's disturbing how, how, uh, like <laughs> how predictable my mornings are. Uh, <laughs> what is, do you have with
1: it? Oatmeal, with
0: peanut butter, almonds, cinnamon and raisins okay. that's it that's, oh it's so good it's so good i love it so much i'm already looking forward to it tomorrow and it's so dumb <laughs> it's so fucking nerdy and i don't care <laughs> no i like it. i like it man routine's good routine can be good so and it's it just easy, takes you know? a question yeah, out of the that. day it just yeah, takes exactly. a question out of the day tomorrow i don't have to think about what i'm gonna eat for breakfast i don't have to think about you know i don't have to think about much tomorrow it's kind of already laid out for me already which I'm totally happy about. There'll be some weird stuff I get up to. I have some gap hours where I can do whatever I want, but, but breakfast and exercise they're they're in the calendar somewhere. No, that's good. Well, that's uh it's good to have that, that base routine and it's healthy as well. So, uh, so far it's doing all right. We'll, we'll see how long this lasts. It, it's gone. got me through COVID. So that's like, that's the hardest part. <laughs> I'm, I'm good now, but, but Ben, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, did you want to say any any last words? Uh, did you want to talk about the mint details or anything like that before we get going? Uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't want to... to you don't have to jump the gun if you yeah, don't want no, to. It's,
1: it's, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a collection I've made from, from a personal aspect. So um, it's uh, a variety of abstract paintings. So if anyone has any interest in that sort of stuff, you can definitely hit us up. But um, yeah, it's it's been a process. It's all, it's about uh. Just the failures, I guess, from the last couple of years, and that, that's sort of why I try to relate to the 365 pieces. Just like a constant battle to to try and improve every day, and try and keep learning every day, and and, and um crack, keep cracking on, I guess, as what we like to say here in Australia. Um, just you know, learn from the mistakes, and hopefully people enjoy it. It is, I I would like to put it this week. We've just got to confirm a couple of things. So um, I've been chopping some sneak peeks. I think you've been kind enough to share them as well. So. Yeah, it do, does vary. A lot of a lot of my work's inspired by um, Basquiat, so I'm a big fan of his. I've got a couple of like um, art pieces of his, well, not, not his directly, but like uh, the the bare bricks things, and got his book here that I it's like 500 page 500 page book that I use to look look at pretty much a lot of days and just to, you know for some inspiration and stuff like that. So um, yeah. That's about that's about it, mate. I, I really appreciate you having us up here as well. Um, to the Burrito Day as well. Thank you for having us and Nash to, to for organizing it all. And um, yeah, mate, I appreciate it. it. Really, really helps.
0: Yeah, it was great talking to you, and I definitely hope the minko goes super well. I uh, hope your day in Australia goes well as mine winds down. Like, God, I love time travel, man. It is so cool. <laughs> but true for a Yeah. Thanks again, gonna... everybody. Appreciate y'all. Uh, yeah. Make sure you tell Ben. That it's in USD, not AUSD. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. We'll talk soon. See ya. Uh, Burrito down space I see over there. Oh, I got to join this. But hold the cilantro. It's got a ring to it. Burrito space. Burrito down. I hope they got weed.
1: got a ring to it
0: burrito space
1: i hope they got